Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. In times like these, it's important to know who you can trust. At last, a news source that's reliably reliable, informatively informational and never wrong. Unfortunately, you're not listening to it. Instead, you're listening to... The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. In a week where America decided one terrible crisis wasn't enough and it became even more clear that 2020 is being scripted by the writers of Game of Thrones. In this episode, Andrew Hansen, Charles Firth and me, Dom Knight. But there was one piece of good news, guys. Pubs reopened in some parts of the country right when we needed them the most. Charles, how did you celebrate uh, the local opening its doors? Well, the the problem is I'm so hungover from about two months' worth of continuously drinking every night that um, I, I went to the pub, but I just um, I had to drink water. I, I couldn't stand the idea of a, of a, having a beer, just too hungover. I went down to my local and um, it's different. They take your name at the door and you got to show them all your phone and all that. Then I got ushered in. I sat by myself at a table having a meal and not talking to anyone. So it's like every time I go to the pub. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's really, it's not very good them taking your name at the door though because you know, I'm banned from most of the pubs in my mm. area. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think, you know, and I usually sort of dress up in a fake moustache and some glasses and things like that. But now they've got my name. Ah. I saw some signs actually, no firths allowed. That must be what it was. Yeah. In today's episode, we're going to dive into Donald Trump's bizarre Bible stunt amid the American riots. We're going to check out the latest round of nauseating celebrity videos for iCelebrity. And we're going to leave this awful week behind to take a look at the future. And it's a future made up entirely of crappy Bluetooth devices. But first, as ever, let's check in with Rebecca Dayanamuno in the Chaser International Global World Newsroom International. Facing a national crisis, US President Donald Trump has headed off for a quick holiday in Hawaii. The decision came shortly after a call with Prime Minister Scott Morrison, who also pointed out that Melania really needs a break. Iraq has launched a full-scale invasion of the United States in a bid to bring democracy to America. Iraq's government says this is a joyous time for America's people who will finally be liberated from their oppressive rulers. The rogue state of USA has witnessed violent clashes between civilians and the military and is rumoured to have stockpiles of weapons of mass destruction. Meanwhile, Mexico has suddenly agreed to pay for a border wall between itself and the US. The Mexican president said he fears an influx of illegal American immigrants in search of a better life. That's the Chaser Report headlines, news you can't trust. Thank you, Beck. By the way, we are eight apps into the new podcast now. Are you enjoying reading the news for us? No, I'm only doing this because I missed the job seeker deadline. Right. The Chaser Report is brought to you by the Trump edition of the Holy Bible. Guaranteed tear gas and rubber bulletproof. Now, Charles and Andrew, in the aftermath of George Floyd's murder by a Minneapolis police officer, huge protests have, as we all know, broken out across the US and indeed across the world. There have been riots as well. Police have driven their cars into crowds. It's been a very intense week. Most presidents would try and find a way to calm things down, you know, bring the country together, unite. Donald Trump, not so much. He's wanted to play tough guy throughout all of this. And uh, as things were particularly heated, there were protests right outside the White House. 
He said this. I am your president of law and order. What do you think that means? Mm, well, I assume he just means, knowing Trump, he's, he's probably watched an awful lot of the TV show Law and Order. And so much that he's the president of the Law and Order fan club. Uh, yeah, I think he probably actually thinks he's in an episode of Law and Order. I think that is literally the best explanation I've heard so far, Andrew. That's brilliant. Well, it makes more sense than him still being in The Apprentice because his apprenticeship is not going well. He would have been fired by now. I mean, I, I must say, I, I do think that Trump lies about everything right. So if he says he's the president of Law and Order, then it must, just by virtue of the fact that he's always lying, mean that he's the president of, you know, unlawfulness and disorder, which actually, which actually is true, isn't it? Yeah, it actually works. That is a very good explanation. But look, the strange thing is, right, and, and this bears out your theory, Charles, right as he was saying this, and CNN kind of cut this together in a report that I watched, um, just as he was saying this, literally you could hear the protesters in the park outside Lafayette Park conducting a legal protest. They were being moved out and tear-gassed at the same time as he was saying he was the president of law and order. Nobody could understand why this was happening. It was all a mystery. But then in the Rose Garden, the president made it very clear, as per CNN's Dana Bash. The reason peaceful protesters were forcibly moved became more clear, to make way for the president to stage a photo op. Now I'm going to pay my respects to a very, very special place. Thank you very much. A very, very special place. Where would you think he meant just hearing that live? I think it's Macca's, isn't it? <laughs> He's paying his respects at the shrine of yeah. Ronald. Yes, I would have imagined the president sort of going out in a tank for the drive through That would have been a great visual. <laughs> yeah. And because he heard that they had parties with free cake for birthdays. <laughs> I, I would assume that... I mean, it, the problem is that the that Hollywood strip where all the stars are, like that would be his very, very special place, wouldn't it? Like yeah, that's, maybe. That's his most cherished thing. So maybe he was just heading out there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, is, is, is golf course, is there a golf course right next to the White House? That, that would Not be far away, actually. Him, it? Mm, very, very sacred. Yeah. No, uh, here's Dana with more. Destination, historic St. John's Church, where presidents mm. have prayed since James Madison. The image holding up a Bible in front of that church was what he wanted to convey. So Donald Trump holding up a Bible outside this historic church. One important detail here, um, many reports have confirmed this, he was holding it upside down and backwards. What does Mm. that convey? (laughs) Well, maybe it was a Quran because don't they read their books Backwards. From right to left. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not yeah, backwards right. to them, Charles. It's, oh, if you're reading yeah, Arabic, it's, for, it's forward. Is that deeply, is that deeply offensive? Am I, are going to cause a yes, second race? Yes, yeah, well, It is impressive um, that someone else has managed to match Trump's level of insensitivity. Well done, Charles. <laughs> yes, good. No, look, Charles, you know, our books are backwards to people who read Arabic, I think. Isn't that the case? Well, look, I don't know. Well, maybe it was just a, an olive branch to Arabic speakers. It was saying maybe, it yeah, was. maybe our Bible is, is <laughs> almost as as good as Muslims Bible or something. Yeah, we, we can read books in either yeah. direction and, and it's fine. We should all come together, read our books from front to back or back to front. It doesn't matter. Do you think it's possible yeah. he uh, doesn't know how books work? Like he's, he's got this unfamiliar device. Look, that is a, mm. that is a possible, yes. But sadly, that is a very tangible possibility, mm. I think. Um, either that or he's a Satanist. This is the oh. other thing. Is he might well be 
um, you know, like in a in an epi- uh, sort of exorcist movie. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's what happens there too, isn't it? Upside down crosses. What and- would the Antichrist do? That's true. Upside down crosses is what Satanists have. It's funny because I'm not I'm not Christian in any way, right? But that moment did actually make <laughs> me pray. I was I was praying for him to be struck by lightning <laughs> at that point. But look, uh, the press were there for the photo op, and some of them were a little bit skeptical. Uh, about all of this, and they asked an obvious question. Now, I've had to splice two different bits of audio together from two sources to hear the exchange, but I promise this is how it happened in real time. Is that your Bible? It's a Bible. She didn't believe him. Is that your Bible? It's a Bible. (laughs) Whose Bible do you think it was? Where did that mysterious Bible come from? Oh, presumably a Russian prostitute. They're they're well known (laughs) for their Bible-bearing ways. Yeah, yeah, or presumably it might have been Barack Obama's uh, Bible that he left over and then Trump got the prostitute to pee on it and then he held it up, you know, outside the church. It, what year was it wet? Was the Bible suspiciously wet, Dummy? I, I didn't have a close look at the photo, but maybe that's why it was upside down. He was trying to shake it out. I can't of- see any dripping, but it turns out that the whole thing was masterminded by a political genius in the White House, Ivanka Trump, and she carried that Bible mm. over uh, to the church in her $1,500 Max Mara handbag. Um, and, of course, she's Jewish, married to Jared Kushner, so it wasn't her Bible. I reckon the only person in the West Wing with a Bible handy was Mike Pence, so I reckon it's Mike's Bible. One of the things I love about this story is that in order to do the photo up outside the church, they actually forcibly removed the clergy from the <laughs> church who were giving first aid to wounded protesters. I mean, that's what Jesus would have done. I think, if you wanted a, a, a photo op. Oh, look, it's well, it's got, you know, this is showbiz, Dommy. You've got to make safe. You've got to clear the set, you know, um, if you're going to make this film. And I'm sure Jesus would have done the same for the Sermon mm, on the Mount. Yes. If, he wanted the, if he wanted the shot, he would have got rid of all the riffraff. He did. Yeah, he, yeah. Sent, in the, he sent in the Roman uh, legionaries to go and clear everyone out. That's what he did. You should, you should have seen how they cleared the crowd uh, when they were shooting The Passion of the Christ. It's amazing. <laughs> Brutal. They just got Mel Gibson out there ranting and everyone ran away. But then the story got even more bizarre. I don't know if you've seen the latest development because it emerged that the reason he did the Bible stunt was not to, you know, warn America that it was entering the handmaid's tale. It wasn't to try and restore calm. It was because he was upset that the press had criticised him for hiding in a bunker back when the uh, the protests outside the White House got violent earlier in the week. And he he wanted to, you know, project being a tough man. So he strided out into the streets, had them cleared to try and project strength. Do you think he projected strength or maybe something else? Well, look, to me, it looked like he was a mafia don. I don't know. Did you see the the photos of him walking at the front of this flank and then there were about 15 men behind him? He just looked like Mm. he was trying to be some sort of mafia boss. I don't know whether that's strong or weak, but it's certainly well, it's strong. It's strong, Charles. Look, I, 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 no, I'm with you. I think he, I think he did look strong. I mean, Bibles are thick. Mm. They're very thick, heavy books. And to, to hold one up for as long as he did, mm. I reckon he's, he's got some serious biceps going there. CNN's Dana Bash picked up something else that this projected. Inviting up staff, all white, perhaps not part of the script he intended, but a stark visual nonetheless. Quiet, Dana, quiet. But uh, look, then it got even stranger because the, the whole stunt with the Bible didn't manage to convince people that it was strong. The press was still being critical. So he went on Fox News Radio 
and talked to a guy called Brian Kilmeade, and he said this. I was there for a tiny little short period of time and it was much more for an inspection. He said that he went down to the bunker for an inspection. Does that ring true to you guys? Oh, look, I've always cowered in my bunker for an inspecting, you know, inspection reason. So that's that's usually, you know, when I'm really scared, I, I go and inspect my bunker for a few hours. Yeah, what, what's, what's, what's he inspecting down there? What do you inspect, Charles, when you go down to your it's bunker? It's the porn right? stash. You, Surely it's yeah, the White House porn stash. Get away from the wife, you know, what it's like. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure he was inspecting the Bible in great depth, guys. That's what he was doing. But look, even though obviously they're allies, even the Fox presenter called bullshit on that explanation. Have a listen to Brian Kilmeade. So you tell me, Mr. President, they didn't say to you, uh, you have to go downstairs. Uh, my, my responsibility is your welfare. They didn't limit you at all in the house? Nope, they didn't tell me that at all. But they said it would be a good time to go down, take a look, because maybe sometime you're going to need it. So either Trump is just lying or the Secret Service knows him so well that they said, oh, go down for an inspection so the idiot would actually go down there and be safe. What do you reckon? Well, I reckon they probably just found themselves in a room with Donald Trump and thought, you know what, it'd be much better if he was down in a bunker. I just wish the Secret Service would tell him to resign because you never know, he might need to someday soon. Today's Chaser Report is brought to you by the Trump edition of the Holy Bible. Don't worry, you don't have to read it. Now, Domi and Charles, I've got a brand new set of wonderfully comforting celebrity isolation videos to make you guys feel better this week. Yes, I've been trawling through the videos and it's time now to play the game that I like to call... Isolebrity! All right, first celebrity isolation video that I'd like to share with you and the challenge, of course, is that you have to guess who the celebrity is just by listening to the sound of their voice the first one comes from a famous musician in isolation. Here he is introducing a new song by his band. So, let's cut a long story short. We cut this track well over a year ago uh, in L.A., um, I believe, yeah, for part of a new album, you know, ongoing thing. And, uh, and then shit at the fan. So, Domi, who is the musician speaking in that video? Oh, that's hard. It sounds to me like the most grizzled, wizened, um, sort of yeah. been on the road a thousand times person in the world. So Keith Richards, I'm thinking. Hey, Dommy Knight. Is that right? You've got it in one. Yes. Well Congratulations. done. I don't know what Keith sounds like, but I, I know Johnny Depp based his character on it. <laughs> well, he sounds exactly like, he sounds exactly like <laughs> Captain Jack, doesn't he? It's a, the Johnny uh, Depp uh, impression uh, is uh, quite uncanny, isn't it? Um, yeah, absolutely. It was Keith Richards. No, and you're quite right. It, it, it wasn't um, Miley Cyrus or uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> How is he still alive given COVID? I mean, what an extraordinary human being. I know. He can survive anything. He can survive literally anything at all. He's probably had COVID nine times. I, my my theory about him is that actually what what uh, happened is you know how he used to experiment with a lot of drugs. I'm sure he still does, mm. but that somehow he had an experimental dose. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. 
Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. So the drug that actually gives you eternal life. So he, so he actually, he's sort of cured of death forever. Yeah. It's or immunity thought. to everything. Like if they want a vaccine, shouldn't we just be pulling out some of Keith Richards' blood and injecting <laughs> it into us? Asthma. Yeah, yeah get, it, get it into everyone. It would be, would be indestructible. Unbelievable. Well, look, um, look. I'd like to play some, just some more of his video because it's so reassuring. Um, you know, he's got this new song with the Rolling Stones. It's called Living in a Ghost Town. Um, and just keep an ear out for the interesting way at the end of this in which Keith Richards asks us to stay safe. And uh, Nick and I decided that this one really needed to go to work right now. And so here you have it, uh, living in a ghost town. Mm-hmm. Stay safe. Do you want? Do you want? To, do you feel better? Do you want to just just hear that reassuring message at the end again? Can we just hear that again, yeah. Mike? Say safe. Say safe. Say safe. Say safe. Yeah. Very important to remember at this. At this. It's, it's the drugs. It's the it's the experimental <laughs> life giving drugs. Keith from the trolling bones. Then he's, he's probably had so much of his blood taken from him <laughs> that he's, he's a bit lightheaded. <laughs> but it's in the name of saying safe, so yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one, next one. Got another celebrity isolation video. There's a note for going to children's musician now, actually, from a stone to a kid's musician. Now, this noteworthy kid's entertainer has been posting some storytime sessions in recent days. Lovely for, to, for your kids to watch. Here's an excerpt from one of them. It's a good story and a, a fascinating insight into this entertainer's inability to say the letter L. They pulled and 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 pulled. So before we get to guessing the person, guys, which famous story... Charles, do you think that quote comes from? They pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled. Well, it must be Jack and the ginormous case of diarrhoea. <laughs> not a bad guess. No, was that's it, not the story. Was it pulled and pulled and pulled or pulled and pulled and pulled? <laughs> well, this is up to you to decipher, Dommy. I mean, I, I'm not going to I mean, it just made you. me think about chronic masturbators. <laughs> <laughs> that famous fairy tale. What? <laughs> Very reassuring yeah. for the kids at this time <laughs> to hear stories about jerking off in isolation. If you're stuck in your room and in your teens. In your bunker. Yeah. Good, good way to say stay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's let's find out the answer to, to what the story is. And, and as you listen, of course, try and guess who's telling that story. Hi. Tonight's story is about an old man who planted a turnip seed and it grew and grew to become an enormous turnip. So this is the story of the enormous turnip. A turnip did grow and grow and grow until it was enormous. Well, you could be right, Dommy. Maybe it is a story about masturbating. I mean... (laughs) I have a confession to make. I have been in a stage adaptation of this story. I was the farmer in year year four. I was the farmer in the West Pimble Public presentation play of... The enormous turnip. No, you yes. were the the, far, the farmer's the star yes. starring role, isn't it? Or is the oh, turnip? Yeah, the, the, turnip, the, the turnip, turnip star really was the star. But it, it's I can t- actually even remember the song. 
it started, I came out and I went, there's a turnip in my garden and it's growing in the sun. If you want some, come and get some because there's a turnip for everyone. Boo! <laughs> Boo! That is a terrible start to a musical. Imagine if Andrew yeah. Lloyd Webber started his musicals with, the, with there's a turnip in the oh, garden. Come on. It's not that dissimilar to Andrew Lloyd Webber stuff. <laughs> yeah, actually, it would fit right I in. just wonder, Charles, whether you should be telling that story to the Child Abuse Royal Commission, <laughs> frankly. Uh, but the big question, the big question yeah, is yeah. the game. Well, who's who's the children's entertainer? I think it was an Australian, wasn't it? It's yes, yes, it is. Aussie. Aussie. I can only think of Peter Coombe or someone Tommy like that. Tommy Knight has got it again. Oh, my God. You are correct. Wow. It was Peter Coombe. It was Peter Coombe. And by a great stroke of coincidence, Peter Coombe a few years ago released an excellent bit of medical advice mm. for what to do if you come down with COVID or indeed any other illness. It goes like this. Now when you're feeling crook... Fill in the next line of the song, please. When you're feeling crook, what's next, Dommy? Give Dr. Google a look. I don't know. Oh, not bad. Good. <laughs> Charles? Uh, it'll be something like, don't be a sook, won't it? Aye! Charles Firth, let's, let's hear the answer. Now, when you're feeling crook, don't you be a sook. Oh, wow! Yay. That's amazing. Nicely done. That's because I was in that musical in, in year five. <laughs> well, there you go. And, of course, I mean, don't not only not being a sook, uh, but, of course, the even more important thing to remember, uh, if you do get very ill, is make sure you... Stay safe. The Chaser Report is brought to you by the Trump edition of the Holy Bible. No need to uphold it when you can just hold it up. What's the best mattress for you? Well, if you're an egg or a kitten, check out the competition. But if you're a human person, put your body on a Nectar mattress. As well as award-winning layers of comfort, you can sleep easy knowing you got incredible value. Mattresses start at just $499, and you get hundreds of dollars in accessories thrown in, as well as a 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com. Welcome to the future. That's right. This is the segment where I review crap Bluetooth products that have been made by our late capitalist society <laughs> and unleashed on consumers. Uh, let's let Ben introduce today's product. Hi, I'm Ben, and this is the Egg Minder. This is one of the first products we did with our friends at GE. Uh, it's a very simple product, but it's absolutely amazing. So what, what do you reckon an egg minder is? <laughs> a chicken? <laughs> a mother hen? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this already exists. We don't need the... <laughs> yes, that's yeah. true. I love that this is GE, yeah. um, the world's largest firm or whatever in this, this space. I'm going to guess it basically just cooks eggs for you. Right. Well, let, let's let Ben answer that question. It's an egg tray. Oh, an egg tray. Yeah, it's an egg tray. For the fridge, is it? Oh, yes. So the official title, the official title is the Eggminder Wink App Enabled Smart <laughs> Egg Tray. Yeah, that you, that you, rolls you off keep. the tongue, doesn't it? I believe I've been using dumb egg trays my whole life. So what, what do you think? Remember, this is a smart egg tray, Dom. What, what do you think it does? Well, I would hope that a smart, a smart egg tray was able to monitor the egg to find out whether it had gone off 
based on actually testing it in some way. Same way, like when you drop it in a glass of water. Let's let's see whether you're right. Let's go to Ben. It holds eggs. It holds actually 14 of them. And it actually keeps track of how many eggs you have at any given time. So let's say you're at the market and you want to know, uh, well, do I need eggs or not? Uh, you just look at your phone, you look at the app, and it says, yeah, you need eggs. Didn't think of that, did you, Dom? Didn't think of that. I've been relying on my memory for that. For all these years, about whether I've used the eggs. This this is why I'm always out of eggs, always out of eggs, because I haven't had eggs for years Mm. because I I never know if I need them or not, so I don't take the risk of buying eggs. No, you wouldn't risk What if I got home and I had eggs? Yeah. I mean, you could could waste 3 or $4 on those eggs, Andrew. (laughs) That's right. Dom, you were actually slightly right. There is a there is another feature. I'll let Ben tell you. But the best feature, the feature I think is most cool, is there's little LEDs next to each egg, and it tells you what the oldest egg is. And you just sort of take it, and you see the next LED pops on, tells you that's the next oldest egg. Yep. And then you go, and then bam. Bam. See? See? Isn't that useful? Because when you get a carton of eggs, <laughs> they're all different ages, aren't they? They're all of different ages. Yeah, exactly. all, some of them could be years old. I mean, who knows how old some of those eggs are? I mean, I mean, some would say that you could just work, say, left to right to achieve the same effect, yeah. but, uh, but Ben knows better. <laughs> the, the thing that troubles me a little bit is that didn't Ben mention that <laughs> – that it holds 14 eggs. Yes. So, yes. so, and this this is where we get in because I, I just want to read you some of the reviews on Amazon. But one of the one of the because it's got 334 negative reviews on Amazon. <laughs> I couldn't. It only gets 2.3 out of five on Amazon, which, if you know, Amazon is like the worst reviewers in the world. But one of the overwhelming complaints is it, this is terrible for people with OCD. Because they're just complaining. Like all of these people have bought this egg tray and are just complaining how it has 14 slots and eggs are sold in 12s <laughs> and how it's just driving them insane because they can't, you can't then go and buy two extra eggs. Oh, it would be awful. Imagine yes. and you'd always have two empty slots and that would be infuriating. Yeah. It would be so annoying to have those two empty slots. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. So, so the thing is um, it, there are a few other problems with it. It's not just the 14 eggs. Um, <laughs> one of the problems is the batteries die after every few weeks so um, oh right so they last less than an egg does yeah is that what you're saying the other one is apparently it's <laughs> not very accurate at counting <laughs> eggs so, <laughs> so you had one job <laughs> its only feature is not very accurate <laughs> and it wasn't a very difficult job oh. but the main the main problem which i just love i love this problem about this egg tray if you put it in your fridge it can't connect to your Wi-Fi because your fridge is made of metal and it acts mm. as a sort of Faraday cage <laughs> and actually stops it from connecting to the Wi-Fi. So the only way it can connect to the Wi-Fi is you keep your fridge door open. <laughs> so if I'm at the market and I want to check in with the smart egg tray, yeah. I need someone to call my wife yes. and get her to open the fridge. And instead of, instead of don't tell me, don't tell me how many there are. <laughs> Wait, I'm just gonna connect. That's fantastic. So, so this uh, 
this tray, uh, it started out being $78. Would you Would you buy it for $78? <laughs> 78 no. tray that you can't use. Yeah. Um, it's now actually, oh. it's only $20 Australian on Amazon you can get it for. I, I don't know why they had to cut the price. So if you if you want one, it's a, it's a Wink app-enabled smart, smart egg tray. Um, I'm sure there's plenty available. Do you think that they have a smart device that tells them how many unsold devices there are? <laughs> the Chaser Report is brought to you by the Trump edition of the Holy Bible. They say black lives matter, but Christian votes matter too. That's it for this week's Chaser Report. Big thanks to our producer, Mike Liberale, as ever. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, if you would. That's all that our bosses care about. Write a review if you feel like it. And anytime you like, keep up with the news on chaser.com. Oh, but wait, Andrew, you'll never guess what's happened. Oh, don't tell me, Dommy. Don't tell me there's some 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 news breaking, isn't there? No. Oh. Right on time, as ever, a late-breaking news update from Rebecca Dayunamuno. The United States of America has just undergone a dramatic rebranding and will now be known simply as the States of America. Back to you. And we'll leave you with another advertisement. Great news this week for rich people, Andrew. The government's going to give $25,000 to homeowners so they can do up their joint. Isn't that exciting? Well, you know, who who could be more deserving at this time, really, than somebody who already owns a home and earns an absolute shitload? Um, I think I think this is a great idea. The Home Builder Renovation Scheme. Um, good, good job. This week's Chaser Report is brought to you by the Trump edition of the Holy Bible with a convenient arrow on the back cover so you know which way is up. Are you rich beyond the wildest dreams of avarice? Yep, I'm so rich I stink of cash. Are you the kind of person who smokes cigars made out of $100 notes? <sighs> That's me. Then apply now for the government's Home Builder Renovation Grant. $25,000 are up for grabs, but only for people to whom $25,000 is chicken feed. That's me. In fact, I'm rich from building an actual chicken food empire. Just imagine the people this scheme could assist. Clive Palmer, install a few more plastic dinosaurs in the yard. Guy Sebastian, why not splash the 25k on soundproofing to protect the neighbours from your music? Alan Jones, pop on an extra toilet cubicle and enjoy yourself. So apply for the Home Builder Renovation Scheme today. Now get my butler to apply for me. Check the weather app. Activate my base shield. Order a pizza. And save a galaxy on the brink of war as forces vie for control of the Alpha and Beta Quadrants. Download Star Trek Fleet Command today. Join millions of players and forge alliances, defeat your enemies, and build an epic fleet to dominate the galaxy. Download Star Trek Fleet Command free on the App Store or Google Play. Star Trek Fleet Command. You have the con. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.